Mortem Corp, Episode 2, Promotion Commotion. Welcome to Mortem Corp, Impact 89FM's first audio drama podcast. Mortem Corp is fully written, produced, and sound designed by students at Michigan State University. Founded in 1836, Mortem Corp was the world's leading experimental research laboratory, which we are now discovering may have had questionable ethics. After their mysterious destruction, audio recordings have been found throughout the ruins of the Mortem Corp facilities. Throughout the next few episodes, you will be hearing some of the discovered recordings. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Swimmer here to record my progress on what could be a never-before-documented breakthrough in microblast. <gasps> Is that Eli I spy over at the water cooler? Hey, man, how's it going? Oh, Dr. Grossbeck. Hello. Uh, can I help you with anything? Please, you know to just call me Reggie. Man, I feel like we haven't worked with each other in ages. I mean, I helped you with a dissection of the alien sea slug two weeks ago. Really? I'm pretty sure I did that alone. No, no, I remember. I handled all the plutonium goo, so now I'll die if I go under ultraviolet lights. (laughs) Oh. Anyways, I assume you heard all that news about Chief TT leaving, huh? I'd say it was quite a shock for me. The guy is so spry, you almost forgot that he's at pension. Am I right? Well, I, I mean, it's not that surprising, considering... Yeah, sure. Listen, I want you to be completely honest with me. Do you think that as research assistant for the Department of Categorical Oddities, I would be good as Big T's replacement? I don't know. You might be. Be honest with me, man. It's just that you're... Honesty, man! You'd be a great fit. That's what I'm talking about, man! I knew I had it in me, and and I think... Excuse me, gentlemen, but you're blocking the cooler. Oh, sorry, Dr. Whitehall. Well, if it isn't loose the caboose herself. Gracing us at the water cooler, I see. And here I thought your temporal wormhole project at the Bermuda Triangle wasn't over for another week. Yes, well, we were all stuck inside a wormhole for a year, so we got back early. Not that I'd expect you to understand regardless. Right. Well, Eli here was just telling me how he thinks I would be a great replacement for Big T when he leaves. And I mean, you can't deny that I have the skills to... You? Dr. Grossbeck? You have only half the qualifications I have, and you think a leech such as yourself could get his position? (laughs) The writing on the wall is clear, and that promotion is mine. I am the head research assistant for the Department of Categorical Oddities, after all. (laughs) Yeah, for the last five years, it's clear you're right where Mortem wants you. Meanwhile, I've been promoted four times in two years. Now, it's which one of us they want running the show, and it's not you, Luce. Isn't that right, Eli? Well, I mean, 
I have spent the last two years of my life containing and categorizing the shrieking wormholes of the Himalayas. I doubt in your two years of schmoozing you've been responsible for an anomaly that impressive, Dr. Grossbeck. Uh, of course I have. It, it was part of a top secret project, but I think I can show it to you. Certainly you can, considering that despite everything, I still outrank you. Now, I'll be on my way, and when I return here for another drink at the same time tomorrow, I'm positive that you will still be spewing hot air like a wazzock. I hope you don't disappoint me. God, she's the worst! Everything is an issue with her just because she wants an excuse to flaunt what little authority she's been able to muster up after a life of groveling. Maybe I don't live my life as rigidly as she does, but she doesn't have to act like she's my mom every time she sees it. <sighs> but, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what is this secret anomaly you've been put in charge of? We're gonna find out when we get it. Wait, we? That's right, Eli, my man. Now, come on, we have all night tonight to find something that'll make Luce's head spin. Wait, I, I left my tape recorder. Guess who's back, baby? Well, hello, Dr. Grossbeck. I see you have a special containment unit with you. Oh, you better believe. I hope it's large enough to carry all of your broken aspirations in it. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Are you doing well, Dr. Swimmer? You look positively dreadful. Dude just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Isn't that right? Ah! Yep, all good. Let's get on to the main attraction, then. Behold! Is that? The ancient gorilla's foot of Mesopotamia. When you cut off one of its toes, it brings about a terrible disaster that leads to the greater good. For example, say if you lopped off a toe while taking it from its ancient tomb, it may cause part of it to collapse on your assistant researcher. Uh. It opens up a way out. And as the researcher who discovered it, you are now looking at the self-appointed arbiter on how to use these toes to help the world for the greater good from right beneath their noses. Surely that tops whatever you and your little vortexes are doing. Uh, well, that is an impressive duty, but I can assure you that that pales in comparison to the new anomaly that I have been put in charge of. One that I will show you tomorrow, same time, same place. And then even you'll know the clear choice to replace Dr. Thunberger. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must be on my way. <laughs> uh, good job, Eli, my guy! I gotta say, all those death traps were more than worth it to see the way the color drained from her obnoxious face once she laid eyes on this little beauty of ours, wouldn't you say? Well, oh, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, and one more thing. Dr. Swimmer, would you come with me? I have a special assignment for you. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, what do you need? You'll see soon enough. Where is that lacy? Dr. Whitehall, sorry for being so late. Ah, Dr. Swimmer, there you are. You really have to work on your punctuality, you know. Do you have the anomaly that I requested? Uh, yeah. It, it took all night, though, considering I had to dig it up and then kept biting me with its marble teeth. I'm and not interested started... in how you got it, only if you have it with you. Oh, uh, right. 
Excellent. Just the sight of this is sure to swipe that smarmy grin off Dr. Grosbeck's face. Ha! He'll know for sure that I'm the one who deserves that position, not him. I've worked my way from the ground up to become Dr. Thunberger's favorite, while all he's done is freeload his way into a comfy position just because his uncle is the head of the Department of Overthrowing Shadow Dictators. But with this, he'll have no choice but to concede this position to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there a reason you're still here? Uh, 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 oh, right. Sorry, I I'll just. Oh, Doctor Grossbeck. For once, you're right on time. Perhaps your colleagues should take some notes on that. Well, come on, loose. Humiliating yourself to one-up me is something I couldn't possibly be late for. So, what's this big, important anomaly that you have to show me? Well, in order to prove to you who is best researcher, I present to you the disembodied head of Socrates that knows all of the secrets of the universe. <laughs> the moon is actually a space tube, where lobsters are just undead crabs. One plus one actually equals two point six seven three. It's <laughs> impressive <laughs> and loud. As was caused by aliens hiding in your throat. <laughs> But why is that so important? Somebody has to be in charge of all of the secrets that the universe holds in one big screaming head, and it's only natural that such a task would fall to me. Sleep through the stuffed octopus at night. A secret group of cowboys known as the Union Riders who froze themselves to survive a dust storm still exists today and ride across the nation to protect the innocent from the shadows. Okay, that's enough out of you. Back in the box. No, no, not the darkness. It reminds me of my mother. He's a bit of a handful, sure, but I'm sure you'll agree that such knowledge that he holds must only be in the hands of somebody trustworthy, somebody competent and knowledgeable to protect these truths, somebody perfect for the position of head research chief for the Department of Categorical Oddities. Wouldn't you agree? Well, that's... You... Think you've proven yourself yet. You'll always be the same brown noser who's been stuck in the same position for five years because nobody wants to deal with you more than they already do. Oh, and you'll be the same pathetic floater who's been surviving off of handouts all your life and too deluded to realize. Once I get that promotion, I'm going to enjoy sending you to work in the extraterrestrial mailroom where you belong. That's it! I hope you're ready, loose! Cause this is a war. The fact that you didn't think it was war already proves that my win is in the bag. Just you wait. Just you wait. Uh, do you know where Eli is? I need his help with a couple of projects. I'll make sure that he gets to you. After he assists me with an assignment. Introducing Liquid Courage, the embodiment of the feeling of courage juiced into a liquid that you can consume and taste like papayas. Pretty important, right? I present the Ouroboros Snake. If it stops forever eating its tail, then it will devour the world, so it takes dedication to keep it distracted. Behold, the Voodoo Globe. Touch anywhere on it and create a natural disaster. Such a dangerous artifact can only be in trusted hands, wouldn't you say? Oops. The... The dagger of decimation is a... Come on. It's a dagger that launches itself... Come on. Towards the enemies of its welder and... 
and hold still. We'll not rest until they are sliced into 30 billion pieces exactly. Come on, stay. Come on. Lucky I have such a such a deadly artifact under control, isn't it? Well, look who still showed up. I thought you'd take this last opportunity to suck up to Big T, considering today's his last day and all. Well, that means I would skip our final duel on who is the most competent researcher, and I wouldn't lose to you in the 11th hour. A bold claim to make, considering you haven't seen what I have to offer. Perhaps so, but I doubt it could hold a candle to the anomaly that ends all anomalies that I have to show you today. Eli! Uh, I, I mean, yes? Would you go fetch what I prepared for today? Oh, uh, okay. Ow. 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 One truly Ow. thinks one is about to win. Huh. Of course. Though I'm sure you think the same about the trinket you brought in. You know it! <laughs> <laughs> you know... I think I'll miss these little spats of ours in some weird way. Perhaps I might as well. But this is not the time to think about such matters. The eve of my victory is at hand, after all. For I found an anomaly so out of place in our world that its mere existence breaks down every law our universe has created. Said to be the result of a druid curse placed upon a sacred stone in Dublin, I give you the world's most unmovable object. Really? Nothing? Big whoop! It's a friggin' rock! I got thousands of them in my gravel driveway! <laughs> hey, Eli, why don't you bring in my anomaly and we can prove I'm the superior researcher once and for all! Uh, oh, okay. You missed the point entirely! This rock breaks the laws of physics! It literally cannot be moved! We had to bring it in by picking up the dirt underneath it. So what? It's still as dull as, uh, as dull as a rock. My anomaly is the result of a Russian scientist taking a perpetual motion machine and powering it up with a nuclear reactor. We have to keep it contained or else it would destroy this whole room in seconds. I present to you... The unstoppable object. <laughs> A slightly faster than average children's toy. That's your trump card. <laughs> you had me worried for a second there. It's certainly better than your rock. I did the work and found a better and more important anomaly than you. Why can't you admit that I'm fit for the job? Uh, guys? Because it's clear you don't actually want the job. You just want to get promoted. I'm the only one keeping you from destroying this department with your slack away. Guys? Like, you want it for completely unselfish reasons. We all know this is just one big ego trip for you to prove to yourself that you're not as worthless and meaningless in the world as you are.
What if I went in? Dr. Crossbeck, you can't be serious! I gotta clean my mess after all! This is as much my mess as it is yours! Even still, if I can fix this and make sure nobody else suffers because of my pettiness, well, I don't have a choice there, do I? Even if you went inside, your mess alone is not enough to completely vanish the black hole. So, I'll go in too, and that should be enough. Loose. I did say I'm the only one keeping you from destroying this department after all, and I intend to keep that promise. Anything more to say, Reggie? Not much, Dr. Whitehall. Just that, I think that with this kind of resolve, you might be a good fit for the position after all. I was going to say the same about you! Hello, Mortem Corp employees. Two members of ours from the Department of Categorical Oddities, Head Research Assistant Lucille Whitehall and Research Assistant Reginald Grosbeck have decided to leave Mortem Corp to pursue other opportunities beyond the fifth dimension. We thank them for their time with us and wish them well on all of their future endeavors. With these two esteemed employees leaving, Thaddeus Thunberger's replacement as Head Research Chief for the Department of Categorical Oddities falls to the third highest on the chain. Intern and black hole survivor Elias Swimmer will now say a few words. <laughs> what the f? You just listened to episode two of Mortem Corp on Impact 89 FM. This podcast was written by the students in Rob Rosnowski's script development class at Michigan State University. This episode was written by Nathaniel Myers. Produced and sound designed by Tessa Kresh. Co-directed by Tessa Kresh and Henry Kleiss. Music in this episode, Galaxy Shard by Blue Dot Sessions. Performed by Lane Straub as Lucy. Josh Sowers as Reggie, Bobby Conlon as Eli, Joey Culligan as the PA announcer. Special thanks to Lucas Nunn, Rob Rosnowski, Jeremy Whiting, Libby Lessenhop, and the entire Impact team. Tune in next week for the next episode of Mortem Corp.